be a champion. I think that success is dependent upon each individual's perspective of it. What I think that I have done has only allowed me to get to here. You know, we put too much weight on what other people's value of success is. And for me, I know some people could look at what I've done and see it as successful, and I think that's great. But if they can use that as momentum and something for them, that's even better. But we are always going to be our own worst critics. You know, like, I look at other people and I find amazing success stories and what they've done. And a lot of people want to downplay it because they start comparing themselves to other people. And I think that's the biggest thing we can't do. It's not about other people. It's like, what have you done to make yourself happy? And it's like a lot of times we find so much value on our past. We find so much value on what other people say, think, or do rather than what we are doing. The fact that I can impact lives, that somebody else is impacting lives, that somebody else is contributing to impact lives. To me, that is where success comes from. Success is not about what you haven't done or what you are wanting to do. Success comes in the moment. But the problem is that the moment passes. So we have to continuously find the process of finding success. You know, like we were just talking, the podcast, that a lot of the time we talk about interviewing and that this is stuff that people already have known. I don't care about what people have already known because that's the past. We put too much value on what the past is. It's about right now. If there's one new person tuning in, fantastic. That's the person that I'm talking to. If people can listen to this episode again and again and again and it helps, awesome. Then that's who I'm talking to right now. You know, we, we put this podcast on. The only reason why this podcast is, is possible is because, like, even somebody like yourself, you said, I want to do this. So then you learned how to put together a podcast series and how to get it across platforms. And now we have thousands and thousands of downloads. And look at what it's done. You saying that it was my thing that, that you didn't want to do, you learned all these different ways of doing it. Now, you had to develop the skills of how to do it. That's success. Then you had to put it out there. That's success. In the moment of doing things, I feel the success. But once that moment passes, I no longer feel like I'm successful because it's always on the next thing. I'm not concerned about what we've already done. I don't think success is about basing or basking in, in the, the value of what you've done. I mean, I've got one of the guys in the room right here, Alec, one of our, one of our fighters. He's not, he's not on audio. He won his first title championship fight moments after I took your fucking belt and I threw it away. I said, it's gone. Remember that? I took his belt right after he had won it and he was telling me that he was never going to lose it again. Grabbed his belt, threw it. I said, it's already gone. Why? Because it was a great moment, but now you have to achieve the next thing. We put too much value on what's already happened and all, and way too much value on things that we can't figure out how to achieve. So all we can do is be in the moment of success. Like, there's so many other people that can talk about their stories. There's so many other people that can run a gym. There's so many other people that can do things way better than I can. But the difference is, is that we are doing it right now, and we're the ones that are able to do what we do the best that we can do it. Not comparing ourselves to other shows, not comparing ourselves to other people that are doing it. We're just doing what we're doing because the message of like, I want to empower people. Yes, I'm the one that's technically talking and doing a lot of the interviews, but at the same time, you're the one putting it out there. People are able to actually have access to this show solely because of you. That's a huge success. We have people from all over the world reaching out to us, thanking us for putting this stuff out there. 
That is crazy success. And that's why we're even doing this right now because I want to be able to give people what they want. I want to be able to help people every single day that they turn on this. I feel bad when we don't put out content. Because I know that I'm always in my head. I'm always being self-destructive. And if I don't stay on top of it and I'm not consistent, I go back to my old ways. You don't see it because I try not to keep that around you. I try not to keep it around our, our guys and our, and our team. But when I'm in my own head, that's when I start getting self-destructive. It's still there every single day. My self-destructive nature has been with me since my entire fucking life. I have to stay on top of it. I have to stay on top of it because if I don't, I can go right back easily to where I go. And I feel tugging on me all the time to a dark place not believing in myself. Self-destructive. Finding every reason why I can't do something, why it'd be easier for somebody else to do it. Finding finding excuses as to why, like, you know, if I don't do it, it's very easily when I see somebody else, I'm like, oh, he could probably do it better than me. It's true. He probably could do it better than me. But the point is, I'm going to do it the best that I can do it. But if I keep going into my old nature of finding reasons why this person's more successful than me, why this person has had um, more opportunities than me, why this person thinks that I do this, why this person thinks that I do that, all I'm doing is now filling my mind with reasons why I can't do something. And it's so funny. I'll look at my notes. I note take every single day. But it's when I find gaps in my notes of like six, seven, eight, nine, ten days where I haven't written anything down, I realize that I've done nothing progressively. Because I get caught in those ways, and my old ways of telling me that it's easier to let somebody else do it, I fall backwards. Like there's not a day that goes by where I just about think about, okay, okay, I'm getting overwhelmed, and, and you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna close the gym. Why? Why would I close the gym? Because it would be easier for me to go get a job, have somebody else do it, and to be honest, I think that people that have already done it can do it better than me. You think someone else could do this gym better than you? 100%. I know somebody Even else could do it better. Even though this gym is you. Yes. Then how could someone else do it better? Because they've been there and done it. You don't it know. It wouldn't be CMMA. True. But they could create a gym. They can create a successful gym. Making tons of money. People can do things that are way more. So what makes their gym successful? Like what would be a successful gym? That's why I don't know. Because I haven't done it. I don't know. How do you know your gym's not successful? Because I am nowhere near where I want it to be. That And that's the, that's the thing. It's like for me, I... I will know success when I when I'm when I'm there in the moment of it. I'm thankful and I'm grateful for everything that I've led up to this. All the pain and all the shit that I've gone through has allowed me to be okay with being in shit to be able to get to where I want to get. Success for me now is way different than success for me when I was younger. Like I don't like I don't look at people that have tons of money or tons of things and see them as successful. To me, that means absolutely nothing to me. I mean, looking at all these different things that I've done in my life, some people, yes, see that as successful, but I am nowhere near what, when I was younger, I thought success meaning I had meant I had to have tons of money, I needed to own a house, I wanted all these like materialistic things. I could give a fuck about any of that now. I could give two shits about anything, about how I, what I drive, what I'm wearing, how much money's in my bank account, I don't care. Because now I'm more about what I'm doing as a person and is how I'm affecting other people. You know, the thing is, the biggest thing we talk about all the time, well, if, if, if I don't do it, somebody else can do it. Somebody else can probably do it better. You're right, there can always be somebody else that comes in and does it. Because let's look at this. If I shut the gym down tomorrow, how many of our members would go to another gym? All of them. 
So the point of that is that if I don't do it, somebody else can do it anyways. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, people wouldn't want me to shut the gym down. But if I did, they would find somebody else to go train with. It's that simple. Then why would you shut it down? For any reason. Maybe I'm in my own head. Maybe I don't want to do it anymore. Maybe I'm sick of trying to figure out how to put out fires that are always happening. Maybe I'm sick of people taking all my shit. Maybe I'm sick about working 20 hours a day and not making the money to put it um, to, to show for it. But the reason why I won't shut it down is because I am way too deep into it now for other people. What we are doing is changing lives for the better and I am way too deep to change it now. People are way too reliant on the message of what we're doing. CMMA, the podcast, my vision, what I'm standing for, the message is so much more powerful. And I can't do that to other people. I feel like my duty is so much deeper to other people than I even ever got into this stuff for. I got into fighting because I wanted to be a world champion. I never had any desire of teaching classes, affecting people. I didn't give a fuck. I wanted to make money and I wanted to be famous and popular. There are so many more people than, than, than me that are making money fighting doing the same thing that I've spent so many years developing. In fact, you could even say that I've been developing the sport for other people to make money and I've made no material compensation for them. I just fought my final MMA fight. I made $2,000. My training camp cost me more than what I made, but I did that for the unity of bringing together our community. To me, that was a moment of success. Watching our community come together the way that it did, that was success to me. Money doesn't make us happy. Yeah, sure, it helps with things. But to me now, I'm so much in a different place than I used to be. I'm 37 years old, and my, my reasoning for doing what I'm doing has completely changed. I am driven to make other people change the way they think about themselves, especially those that don't think they can change. The only people I have around me in my direct circle are people that I hold very highly to me in the way I see them in my circle. Whether certain people realize it or not, they are in that circle because they have extreme levels of being able to build and change the world. Whether they believe it or not. I don't give a fuck if they don't believe it. I'm not going to stop until they do. You know, like, we never know what we are going to be capable of doing until we get there, ever. You know, all this whole question of why am I doing this, why am I doing that, somebody can just come in. But when you're doing it, your why might present itself. That's the reality of these things. Like, we're, we're so fixed on this bullshit of like, oh, I, I need to have this expectation. We need to figure out what our own success means to us, the meaning of success to us. Is it about you or is it about the people around you? And now, it's about the people around me. That's why I won't just close the gym down. I have to put out so many fires on a daily basis around me that would easily make somebody not want to do this shit. Paying bills that come up that have to keep constantly um, putting out fires when, when accidents happen, insurance happens, just every, like I'm learning about the, the, the business world every single day. There's something new that pops up every single day something new pops up every day and it's enough of an issue to where part of me just wants to go fuck it I don't want to do this anymore but then I realize like that's not the right mentality I can't just quit because something doesn't make sense 
I have I have a member that gets upset about something. I have I have a, a, a an issue that pops up with one of my athletes, or there's a bill that I don't know how to pay. It's not about that. I don't care about that shit anymore. I know that I'm on this mission to change lives. So no matter what's going to happen, I have to find a solution. Every incident that comes around me is a new solution that I've never had to come across. Everything. Shit, we just tried to launch a, um, a kid's summer camp at zero signups. Oh, didn't work. On to the next thing. I'm not upset about it. It was just something that didn't work. We'll try it again next year. I don't care. Process of elimination. That's life. Find out what works, what doesn't work. Gets us closer to finding out who we are. Am I upset that I never got to step foot in the UFC cage? 100%. I was contracted by the UFC. That fight would have changed my life. They never gave me a fight. Having those three letters and a jersey on my name would have changed my life as an athlete. Yeah, I fought in the WEC. I fought in Bellator. I fought all over the place. fought all over the world. Is there a part of me that is resentful of the fact that I never got to wear that jersey? Yeah. Would it have been nice to make a 10, 20, 30, $40,000 paycheck from that fight? Yeah. That would have changed my life. But would it have allowed me to become who I am right now? No. Who I am is because I've been able to overcome all the adversity that's come my way. Who I am is who I am because of everything that's happened in my life has allowed me to realize that if I just keep pushing forward, amazing things can happen. It's not about running from the hard times because I've done that for my entire life. I've ran from everything. I've been afraid of everything. I've been afraid of failing. I've been afraid of not wanting to make people happy or making people happy. My parents, my friends. I've been afraid of, of not wanting to, or not being popular. I've been afraid of, of failing in front of people. And now I've just gotten sick of it. I've gotten sick and tired of being afraid. I've been sick and tired of being the person that, that is self-sabotaging. So you don't think you would have faced the same adversity if you were a UFC fighter? I'm sure it would have been other things. If I, was, if I would have fought in the UFC, I'm sure there would have been other things. But because I didn't, I've had to really pave my own way. I didn't have the luxury of being able to say, yes, I'm a UFC fighter. That's why you need to come train with me. I'm just a guy that fought a bunch time and time again. And then I've had opportunities. Look at this. I fought when I fought for Bellator. Okay, let's let's be genuine about that. I fought on the undercard of a Bellator event that a lot of people wished I was on a main card. And the only reason why I got any notoriety for that fight that would have normally never gotten any notoriety was because I did a, a Von Flu choke that I had an argument with the referee because I stood up for a value that was important to me. If that fight would have never happened, if that choke would have never happened. How much difference would that have changed in the notoriety of my career? Imagine Chad George never being the nice guy that didn't um, that let go of the choke that didn't hit him. What would that do to change my course? But if I would have been in the UFC, that would have never happened. If I would have been in the UFC, the documentary about my life would have never happened. That led up to the last fight of my WEC career. Because I lost it, and that's what made it special. It wasn't a Cinderella story. I lost that fight. If I would have won that fight, I would have, went up, would have fought in the UFC. But because I lost, it's what made that movie powerful. All of us lose. So I'm sure there would have been obstacles that I would have constantly overcome. Maybe I lose my first fight in the UFC, or maybe I don't. Maybe I go on to win the UFC World Championship. I don't know. It never happened, so I can't worry about 
what would have happened if I would have made it. All I know is what's happened in my past to allow me to get to where I am. When I lost to Scott Jorgensen, I got to 175 pounds out of depression. Even my second fight in Bellator, they told me I was going to be on the, the main card or the main uh, prelims. It wasn't going to be on the undercard like I was the first fight. What happened? They ran out of TV time. So not only did I not get on the undercard, they put me at the end of the show after the fights. People were asking me, why was I fighting with the amateurs? Over 25 professional fights in my career, people were asking me, why am I fighting with the amateurs on a Bellator card at the Forum when I sold $10,000 in tickets? In my mind, I, see, I saw that as a failure. I'm on, the, I'm on the dark bouts of the Bellator card. Nobody gives a fuck about that. There's no footage even of that fight. I don't even have video of that fight. I've got a little bit of handheld footage from somebody that shot it. Some people see that and they're like, wow, Chad's fighting in Bellator. But to me, that was a failure in my career. In fact, I thought it was a joke and a slap in the face that I am, I am such a failure at what I've done that I have been resorted to being put on the undercard and the dark bouts where there's no cameras even on me. I fucking suck. I shouldn't even be here. But to other people, they see it differently. But in my mind, I'm like, this is what my career has turned into. I'm on the dark bout of a, of a major event that, yeah, I'll post things on there and it'll seem like I'm, I'm happy about it, but I was fucking miserable about it. This is all stuff that I don't talk about, I keep inside, I was miserable. Because I know that I should have, I, I deserve to be on that main card. But at the end of the day, I don't deserve shit. I deserve absolutely nothing. Nothing is owed to me. For what I've done in the past, nothing's owed to me. I've, I've gotten a lot of notoriety for different things. That shit's all garbage. What the fuck does notoriety mean? All I can do is live in the moment and try to impact people the best that I can in those moments. That's all I can do. That's the genuine me. That's, that's what's left of me. I'm done fighting MMA. Not because I don't want to fight, my body hurts, yeah. But it's like I'm chasing something that has been nothing but let me down time and time again. Do I feel like I can be world champion? Yes. Do I feel like I can beat all these guys? Yes. But is it worth the the squeeze of the juice? No. I've been doing it for 15 years. 15 years, and I'm ready to transition. I could say I failed. Fuck. You know what? Yeah, I failed. I absolutely failed at fighting. That's my reality. I fucking failed at fighting. I spent 15 years failed at fighting, but it's allowed me to find other things that I that I can see success in. It's allowed me to learn who I am. It's allowed me to find out my truths. It's allowed me not to be fucking scared anymore. It's allowed me not to hold weight on my shoulders that that I was carrying around for so many years. Fighting has allowed me to truly let everything go. I don't know where I go after this. You think you failed at fighting? Why do you coach other fighters? What makes you think you can coach them to be successful at something you feel you, you failed at? Because what I think that I can bring to them is the fact that I'm not afraid to fail anymore. Fighting, you have to face yourself and not be afraid to fail. I think every single one of the people that we train with has the ability to have something that I never did. And that's start from the beginning with believing that you could fucking do it. And that was my problem. I didn't learn that I could believe in myself until I was in my 30s. Some people don't get into their 40s. Some people don't get into their 50s. And if I can help these guys see that from the very beginning, then it makes me feel like everything that I have done was for a reason and a purpose. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I watched you in the WEC, that's so cool. I'm like, oh, is it cool? Is that really cool? I didn't do shit with it. 
I went one in the two in the WEC. I won my first fight and I lost my next two. That's not very successful. Shit, if you're in any other sports, you've been let go, you've been fired. You know, I've fought in a lot of tough guys. Fantastic. Those are great experiences. But if you want to be genuine about it, fighting's allowed me to find me, and that's the best thing that it's done. I never made much money fighting. Fucking major. Zero money fighting. $1,000 here, $5,000 there, but then it's gone. I pay coaches, I pay taxes, I pay all this, it's gone. All these guys say they want to quit their jobs so they can pursue fighting. I'm like, good luck. I give you one month before you realize you can't pay your bills. But now I realize that what excites me is the fact that I know that I don't know the answers. But before I wanted the answers. Now I'm all about pursuing what I don't know. Like being afraid of, of succeeding is something that, that debilitates all of us because we don't know the answer. What is this for? Why am I doing this? And the fact that we even ask those questions, I think, is the answer because we're, we're searching for it. But the problem is we don't know where to look. So if we just start and remove the bullshit, remove the excuses, and remove the doubt, we can start becoming like whatever our version of success is and our future can start become, becoming clear. Got to write that shit down. We have vision boards. We all that stuff. But vision boards are nothing unless we actually take action. We, we set goals and then we allow ourselves to, to fall off those goals before we, we've even given it a chance just because it got hard or other things came up. You know what? Life comes up. Life happens. Shitty things happen. It's going to happen. Shitty things are going to happen over and over and over again. But if we take those as tools for us to move forward and get stronger from them, that's what I want to give to our athletes. That's what I want to give to our members. I talk to people about this all the time that we are not in the business of being in business with the gym. We are in the business of building people. I don't care if you want to fight. I don't care if you want to lose weight. I don't want to care if you just want to have fun. But my job is to help you do the best that you can do at it. That's it. That's it. And especially the people around me, I only let certain people be around in my general circle. Because those are the people that allow me to become continuously better versions of myself. Every day. I need to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And I want the people around me doing the same thing. It's not about me, 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 me. I don't give a fuck about me. It's well beyond me. Because if it was me, I would, I would leave LA tomorrow and I would just make a life easy. I'd go live on a fucking beach. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Anymore, I don't care. But it's way bigger than me. I'm so obsessed now with, with what impact I'm making on others because I'm way too deep because they are reliant on what myself and those around me are doing for them. So when we have these conversations about, oh, well, if so-and-so doesn't do something, somebody else is going to do it. That's anybody and anything in life. So all we can do is do the best that we can for the people around us. You help me tons with everything that I do. Makes me a better person, makes other people better people. There's other things, it, it's, it's a domino effect. It's not about worrying if, if we stop doing something, if somebody's gonna take our spot. It's actually the exact opposite. It's just doing the best that we can in the spots that we can. You know, like I, I'm finally at a stage where I'm like, okay, I can enjoy life now because I'm not trying to 
impress anybody. I'm not trying to live a lifestyle that's not me. I'm not trying to pursue something that's going to lead me to failure. Right now, I'm just mostly infatuated and obsessive with how much can I build my mind. And the more I build the minds of the people around me, it makes me grow more and more and more. I kind of, you know, it, it's, I heard somebody talk about this and it's the first time I've actually vocalized it. I hope I lose everything tomorrow. I do. I really do. I hope I lose everything tomorrow. I hope I lose my place where I live. I hope I lose uh, the gym. I hope I lose everything. Because it gives me a chance to start fresh and have to rebuild. And all the expectations of everything else that I've had are gone. And I can completely start new. I've been homeless twice. I've had no money. I've had to borrow. I used to ask my friends for change from what they were buying so I could use that to go buy a Taco Bell. I remember when I was uh, when I thought I was being successful in the art field. And I was doing nothing but loading my nose with cocaine and, and drinking alcohol and doing as much as I could just to really rot myself so I didn't have to pay attention to what was going on on my daily basis. Everybody loses things that are important to them and then we try to compare what, what we've lost to other people. The biggest thing I think that I've lost now in my life is who I was. And I'm okay with that. In fact, I'm proud to say that I've lost that old version of myself. So if I lost everything tomorrow, a new version of myself can sprout and grow. Do I want that to happen realistically? Not really. But deep down inside, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Get rid of everything. It's going to be painful. It's going to hurt. But like David Goggins said, you got to have a calloused mind. The most painful things in our lives allow us to callous over and develop the muscles and the skills that we need to keep moving. So yeah, if I lost everything tomorrow, my headaches would be gone. All the fear of trying to figure shit out would be gone. But one thing that I've learned over the years is that I'm not going to stop. If I lost everything tomorrow, I'm not going to stop. There's not a thing on this fucking planet that will get me to stop. When I was younger, a mirror would get me to stop. All I'd have to do is look in the mirror and I have no idea how to talk to that person staring back at me. People are so afraid of fucking putting themselves out there. Yo, you know what people, you know what people relate to? Real. People relate to things that you're not being fucking, like you're not hiding. You're relating to what they are relating to. Bro, I've been fucking terrified of everything that I do. Fighting scares me. Talking in front of people scares me. Like, I'm scared of me. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of me. And But now that I don't give a fuck about admitting it, that's the power. It's not about fucking taking a selfie. Oh, look where I'm at. Look what I'm doing. I'm scared of me, man. And the thing is that I know everybody else is scared of them, too. Yeah, they don't admit it. That's the only difference. Everybody's scared of themselves. Scale of failing, scale of succeeding. Doesn't matter. You're scared of yourself. Done running. Done fucking running, man. And that's why I want the people around me to be done running too. Everybody goes through hardships. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody goes through things. Everybody has good things that happen, bad things that happen. I'm done fucking running. Fucking done, man. That's why I am the way that I am. Now, I'm sick of fucking failing. You know what? I'm never not going to be sick of it. In fact, I think the more I fail, the more of a fire it's going to fucking light on me. I'm sick of it. 
And then I see other people around me failing at things and then just giving up. That shit puts more of a fire on my ass anyway. I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you fucking quit. Success is an ongoing fucking journey. And it's built upon moments. To me, success is a is a milestone after milestone after milestone how you get to get there. Just like in a fight. We have moments and moments and moments and moments and the fight actually happens. Just getting there was fucking success. But we have to acknowledge it. We have to learn to internalize it, appreciate it, and fucking put value on it. Little things. Little things. I brushed my teeth today. That's successful. Why? Because now I don't got stinky ass breath. Sounds silly. Guess what? Today might have been the day that I had a meeting with somebody that changed my life. Maybe I helped one guy reach a fight to help market his business and it created a self-defense certification program after to change the lives of everybody across the state and country. Maybe that happens. Maybe that did happen. Maybe that's how Zero to Fight came about. Maybe CMMA was created off the back of something that I never had out of jealousy for other people because I wanted them to have something I never did. Maybe. Maybe I want people to have more than I ever had and that's how I feel success. Maybe. Maybe I'm so driven by seeing other people succeed, it's the only way I can actually feel success out of myself. You know, it's funny and I don't know. That's why I'm saying maybe. I won't know until it's there. There's more, more failures that I've, I've had in my life and my, my business career than successes. I could find negatives in every single thing that I've done and I'm doing right now. It's all fucked, all of it. But I can find positives in all of it as well. So instead of worrying about the negative, focus on the positive done running, I'm done making excuses, and all I want to do now is fucking be able to help other people see that same realization that I have. That's it. This isn't for everybody, I get it. And for those people that, that think that I'm just like uh, uh, preaching or whatever it is, that's cool, fine, fantastic, I don't care. I'm doing this so I can feel free of all the bullshit that I've done my entire life. That's also where passion comes from. This, what we're doing right now came from us just talking about why we just need to fucking talk about it. Now I'm looking around, so you guys looking at me like, like uh, some crazy shit just happened. And you know what it did? We just went deep as fuck. Half the shit I just talked about right now, I've never talked about in the podcast or interview. You know, TJ was saying, well, you talked about everything. I have never talked about my true feelings about fighting and the way I felt about Bellator fights and all that stuff. I have never talked about that. Touching and talking in depth about my true feelings about how I've, where I've been placed on cards and the way, the way of my, my, my negative thoughts still affect me. I've never talked about that. Not in depth. Not publicly. You find one piece of information where I talk about being on the undercard of Bellator and the only reason why that actually got me any notoriety. You talk about, you show me one piece of information where I talk about my second Bellator fight being put at the end of it and not giving a fuck about where I was placed. Never talked about that. In fact, I've probably only had that conversation with one or two people, period, in the world. But now I'm talking because that shit needs to be heard. It needs to be talked about. That's the shit that embarrasses me. I am embarrassed, or I was embarrassed to be in those, in those, in those spots in those cars. I had to make excuses for why I was there. Oh, this happened, time ran out, this happened. Those were all things that I had to deal with instead of saying, yep, that's where I'm at. Ownership. Like, I have so much gratitude for every single person that's around me. Like, it's stupid. Like, I'm so grateful that the people that stand by me, like, like, perfect example, I got you. I'm gonna use you as an example. Like, you've stood beside everything that I've done for so many years before we've even done any of this shit. 
I'm so grateful to all the people that sign up at the gym that come in these doors every single day. I'm so grateful to every single person that opens up a podcast that wants to hear it. I'm so grateful to every person that fucking puts a like on social media. In fact, I'm so grateful for all the people that think I'm full of shit. I'm just getting started, man. And this is like where I'm at right now in my life. The fact that I have no expectations. I have nothing but fucking drive and knowing that I'm not going to stop. That's all I have anymore. And I know I can't let the people that are closest to me down. You know what's funny, CJ? I know that there's going to be so many people from now until whenever I, um, I leave this place that are going to let me down time and time again. The closest two people to me are probably at some point going to fuck me over. Whether it's like my best friend or my sister or my, I, I don't know. I know it's going to happen. And I know it's going to happen time and time again. But it's not going to change what I'm doing anymore. You know, a lot of the time we, we, we put these stories in our head of what could happen. It doesn't fucking matter. It hasn't happened yet. All that matters is right now what you're doing right now. And right now, I'm finally figuring shit out. I have no idea where it's going. And I'm okay with that. I know seeing people smile makes me happy. Seeing people achieve something makes me happy. Seeing people make a change that they didn't know was possible makes me happy. That's what I do know. And that's why I can't fucking stop. Hey guys, if you like this episode, follow the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel.